Genre. Hi everyone, and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 live-action Turtles movie, one, talking about yourself in the third person minute at a time. This is Scott Tofty. Scott says this is Scott Tofty, and with Scott today on the podcast are Scott's hosts, Chris. This is Chris. Adam. Adam is happy to be here. And Rachel. Rachel is also happy to be here. And Scott would like to say that along with Chris, Adam, and Rachel, we are also happy to be joined by Mr. Eric Dean today. Hello, Eric. Eric would like you to know he appreciates the intro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Homer so, Simpson minute... smiling politely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, minute 80 starts. Oh, my God. We're on minute 80. Good it's, Lord. It's when Friday. did this happen? It's Friday. But I'm sure guys, we're almost done this with this matters. thing. Yeah, I know. I didn't think we were going to make it this far. Mm-mm. I know. Have we ever finished anything we've ever started before? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. We we did the uh, the commentary on um on uh, that movie that one time, or a couple movies, and that counts oh, on as that other podcast. Yeah. yeah, on that other podcast, yeah, yeah. we won't mention. But hey, no one ever oh, okay, to. True. hey, there's still there's still Nobody plenty wants of, to listen to drunk me talk about Michelle Pfeiffer. There's still plenty of time for us to not finish this. Project. Although, Chris, hang on. Not for nothing. This is a little off track. You you're going on the the Dark Knight Minute podcast. Eventually, I am. Right. I am. Yeah, those I guys. Be uh, we I'm, we I'm are going to have representative Chris, with them. Chris is going to go over and guest on that. But it might not be a bad idea to uh, uh, maybe mention that we've done a. a Talk the a Batman commentary Returns commentary to Batman mm-hmm. Returns. I did have uh, a lot of fun with that. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I haven't listened to it in a while. Maybe Just we'll put that realizing link up. how much Michelle uh, Pfeiffer meant to me. Maybe we'll yeah. put the link up for the old show if people want to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do Who that. knows? We'll do. Is it still up? Um, it's out there somewhere. I yeah, think. The, uh, I, I, I still think own iTunes. the website, so it still mm. exists. <laughs> oh, we probably owe you money for that. Yeah, don't probably. We? Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Buy the t-shirts. Buy the t-shirts. So, uh, what the hell are we doing? Oh, we're talking about Turtles. Minute 80 starts with the Shredder introducing himself in the third person and Your ends face. with uh, Michelangelo asking <laughs> uh, a, a pretty, you know, self-reflective question. Uh, I love this minute. This is a great minute. This is a very nice uh, bottle of a minute. Every There's a nice bow on it. It's got a beginning, a middle, and an end, and it advances the story. It's a nice little microcosm of a of a minute, you know? I'm using words in the wrong places that don't mean what I think they mean. But it sounds smart, right? You're like Casey. Yeah, he, sure. he doesn't know what words are. I'm feeling very claustrophobic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so let's talk about this then. Uh, uh, Shredder says, now you face the Shredder. <laughs> and Michelangelo is still not impressed. Now he thinks that Shredder is going to make coleslaw with all of his daggers. Oh, They're not dude, taking dude. him very seriously. Dude, 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 dude. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> Who else remembers the SNL 90s skit for KFC's Shredders? <laughs> I don't remember that. I'll put the I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll try to find like the the link on YouTube and put Can this up on the Facebook page. For us? But there was so we're not left in suspense. It was one of their like it's it's one of their skits where they're they're doing like a commercial, you know, something that's filmed like earlier in the week and uh pre-tape, it's yeah. like it's like made in the late nineties or mid nineties and it's like, you know, sort of like radical bros hanging out and having a good time with this awesome new radical thing. And it's uh, a big styrofoam container filled with shredded lettuce and mayo. And it's called the shredder <laughs> by KFC. And it's just them like being really pumped about the shredder. 
And uh, so, yeah, that's that's a thing to share right now. Is it as funny as the super colon blow sketch? <laughs> uh, um, no. I always, so, I was so always sh- a fan of um, Oops, I Crap My Pants. Oops, I Crap My Pants. Oops, I Crap My Pants. <laughs> what was the last line in that commercial? I just might, and I just did, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, but I wanted to ask, would any of you take the sh- this guy that dressed like the Shredder standing seriously? Like, if you encountered a dude dressed like this in a dark alley, what would you think? I Eric, mean, I- thoughts? Um, <sighs> okay, yes, I would, only for the same reason that I would treat... Any crazy person with, like, weapons, seriously? Because clearly, I would think, okay, this guy's a crazy person. He's wearing a costume. But also, he's got knives on his hands, and he's got a sharp stick. So I'm going to try to give him a wide berth, because I can't predict his next action. Yeah. Rachel, what about you? I mean, if it's not Halloween, and there's not a convention going on, I'd be a little bit scared. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I'd be looking for like, okay, where's the S and M club that this dude jumped out? That, of? that too, that too. S and M and death. S and M and D. Yeah, there's um, uh, there's no safe word for those those blades. Yeah, mm. so Mikey maybe being a little bit cavalier. I do like when Donatello just like echoes. He's like the shredder. <laughs> like very obvious. Uh, uh, yeah, sort of forced dialogue there. Yeah, that 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 animatronics on Donnie, where he's like the Shredder. It's like super, is, super enunciated. Is way too wide for those words. Yeah. Um. Yes. So they're not taking him very seriously. Raphael is just like, all right, I got this, and uh, he charges and. You know, this whole thing of like we're gonna go one at a time at the bad guy. There's one of him and four of you and they don't think to like why don't we all just attack him at once well i mean they yeah, have let's make the same yet. mistake the foot clan just made with us yeah it's kind of like um it's so Raph like in goes a, oh go sorry no you go ahead i was gonna say it's kind of like in an rpg when you've bulked up your team and they're maxed out on levels and you fight the final boss and you still lose it's totally yeah. a what battle. more could I do? They're, they're they're fighting him Final Fantasy style. Right, right. That's what I thought. They're like, they're like, all right, uh, uh, Raph tries charge. It was not very effective. <laughs> Mikey, use yeah. Phoenix down. Leo needs your help. Yeah, you you've trained your your guys for like twenty hours, and they're just as strong as they can be, but you still fail. Bulbasaur uses Vine Whip. <laughs> oh, poor Bulbasaur. It's super effective. <laughs> If the Ninja Turtles were any Pokemon, they would probably be all Bulbasaur. No, right? Squirtles. Squirtles. Thank you, Squirtles. Oh, that's right. Squirtle. Squirtles. Okay. okay. Squirtles. Squirtles. Good point. Teenage Mutant Ninja Squirtles. <laughs> that, that, that artwork exists somewhere. I've seen it. It has to. I was going to say, if it hasn't, then I'm going to do it. Um, but I like the way that Raphael sort of goes at this attack. He, out of the, out of the, we only see his attack and Leo's attack. We don't really see Mikey and Donnie's solo attacks. Um, we just understand that they lost. Yeah. But, man, with the way that Raph goes at Shredder makes oh, Leo Raph? look like a terrible ninja. Yeah, Leo, Leo just dives is. in. He just but, dives yeah, can right we analyze in. It, Raphael's sort of attack here? Uh, can yeah, I throw yeah. this to our karate peanut gallery? Absolutely. Karate peanut but, gallery. First of all, we have to notice that Raphael switches his size around where he's actually using the point now. Like, I think he acknowledges that this is a little bit more serious of a fight. 
So he's like, all right, I'm going to stick this guy with the sort of roundy end of my side. Doesn't right. really work out that way, but he's willing to. Whereas with the rest of the foot, he kind of used them defensively or kind of punched him in the face with the handle. Yeah, he would do a mm-hmm. lot of, uh, you know, like hilt strokes, hitting with the, uh, the, the, the butt end. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, he, he's definitely, he goes in and he tries to, to close the distance and he like does a little block, you know, with all along the forearm and then stab, stab. He's like trying for the stab, but Shredder's just too good with that, uh, you know, with his big toothpick. He just spins him around and then whoop, flips him over. Sweeps the leg. Now, are we to believe <laughs> that the turtles know who Shredder is? They don't. They no, don't know they who don't. he is. They have right no now. idea what's going on. Okay, but they know. They know the name of like their their you know big bad. They just don't necessarily know that this is the same guy. They know Oroku Saki right. because okay. when but, Splinter but they is don't talking know that Oroku Saki has anything to do with this. Right. Splinter talks to Danny earlier, and he's saying, you know, you know, Oroku Saki, blah blah blah. And Danny's like, what happened? And Splinter says, no one knows. Like Splinter himself does not know that Oroku Saki became. Although he, although he does then do the thing, but you wear his symbol on your brow. <laughs> so he's putting it together, but at, by that point, he had already he's, been like, he, kidnapped, he's so he's never, he's never told that to the turtles, though, is my point. Yeah, that's true. He's never had an opportunity to be like, so I was kidnapped by this Japanese guy in a helmet. Right, whereas in, sure in the, the original comic book, whose face I messed up. In the original comic book, Splinter is specifically training the turtles to, to kill fight him. Saki. Whereas in this movie... He's not really training them for any particular reason. Just because it's a um, thing to do. It's yeah, like this, well, like, this is what I know don't how have to do. A mission. If, if I had been raised by an architect instead of a ninja master, I would have been uh, training these turtles in, in architecture. And it would be like the teenage mutant architect turtles. If any teenage mutant carpentry turtles. What? If anything, Ted Mosby would love them. They would, um, they would, he might have trained them to sort of be the city's protectors against thuggery. Yeah, that's I guess it. that can kind of be implied. But no, they don't know that this is this is a Rokusaki, that I, this is the guy who, you know, did all that bad stuff to their master. I like this reveal because throughout the whole movie, Shredder's obsessing over these turtles and about finding them and about killing them. And the turtles don't even know he exists until just now. <laughs> like, who are you? He's like, who's this guy? Uh, whatever. Ah, let's make my fun of him. nemesis, you turtles. And they're like, what? <laughs> Take me seriously. <laughs> oh, man. It's like when you got a crush on a girl and you're like, I think that she's kind of likes me. Like she looked at me in math class the yep, other day. Yep. And then you get to like graduation and she's like, oh, hey, it's nice to see you. What's your name again? And yep. you're just heartbroken. You're like, oh, no, that, I was wrong. That the happened whole time. to me. I had a class like every year with oh. this one kid. And I think I was running for student council, and my name was up on the TV, and he's like, who's this girl? I'm like, I have... Uh, you are in every one of my classes. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's he doing now? Uh, I don't know. Probably Architect. not much. He's not on a podcast talking about <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I'll tell you he's that much. Who's the winner now? <laughs> no, really, who's the winner now? It's me. I won. It's us. Okay, cool. All right, so Raphael goes down, and then Leonardo gets very angry and uh, <laughs> charges, uh, screams, That's the worst, like, attack. He does, like, a, a flying, leaping, like, sort of super, like, he's doing a dive roll, like, and he has got both of his swords out, and I'm like, why do you, he just, he just beat the crap out of, out of Raphael, who is, like, you know, 
you guys all train together. You know how good Raphael is. So why would you run in and just be like, wee? <laughs> also, Even if he stabs him square in the chest with both swords, like you're still landing on your face when you come down. You're put, you're totally parallel to the ground. Like it's just a poor plan. His face is bizarre during yeah. this charge in. Like if you go to 22 seconds, like what yeah. is that face? Well, it's like the the stunt head doesn't have any teeth. But it's like all bottom teeth. Like <laughs> Leo needs some dental work done. I just also like that Shredder is just like this guy's stupid, and he just thwacks him on the shell. That's yeah, it. on the he shell. He thwacks him on the shell, and then I believe he kicks him in the gut, and that's Although it. And Leo's it done. It is a shin kick, and he has blades on his shins. Right. So, oh, that's true. Maybe there was some damage done there that we're not privy to because you know it's couple, a PG movie. Couple scratches on the tummy shell. Yeah, there could be some like scrapes and cuts. You think? And then once that- again. Was this oh, a sorry, panic go ahead, move? I, I just mean, on Leo's part, was it a panic move? <laughs> He's like crumbling under the pressure. Yeah, yeah, I don't choked. know, just pointy end. Pointy end at the bad uh, guy. Uh, oh, man, like, there, was, uh, there was like an incident. Like uh, You can see the, the video on, on YouTube. It's really, actually, never mind. I'm not going to bring up the video. But, but like I had a friend who got into uh, like the dumbest, weirdest fight in a, in a parking lot. And uh, he's like he, he's like a really well trained Brazilian jiu jitsu guy. He's an instructor now. He's is really he knows he knows what he's doing. And he comes from a sort of traditional background. He did taekwondo when he was a kid. And his friend was getting attacked in this parking lot. And he runs over. And despite knowing better, he runs over and does a flying roundhouse kick, bounces off the guy, and falls on his ass. <laughs> he then he then got up and took the guy down and won. But in a panic, in the heat of the moment, he did run over and do a stupid thing he should have known not to do. So, wait, a flying roundhouse, is that like a flying, like, you're kicking, f- it's not like spinning around No, no, he, he, like, ran, like- he, like, ran straight at the guy, jumped up, and then, like, brought his leg in on a, like, sort of a side, you know, a roundhouse motion is coming from the side, like, whipping from the side. Right. So, he's from losing, in, so, correct? so it's like, uh, yeah, so it's like you're losing that momentum. If he did, like, a flying sidekick or back kick or thrust front kick, kick or whatever a thrust it. kick that's going straight forward, he'd be using his flying momentum. Right. But because he was running straight forward and then did a kick that, you know, sort of changes the angle of the the strike yeah. of the attack, he just bounced off, basically. It was I absurd. think of it like hitting someone with nunchucks from a skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's what I teach my volleyball players. When you run at the net, you have to stop your momentum because if you keep going forward instead of going up, you run into the volleyball net. <laughs> and that's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Hey, guys, I coach just volleyball, like this. too. Thanks, You're just like this. <laughs> um, yeah, but I also, like, like, let's point out who's left standing now. It's our favorite pairing. <laughs> we get Donatangelo back up once again. These two are paired. I like. Look, I know Steve Barron follows us on on Twitter, and I would love to get his opinion on this. Like, why is this such a great? Like, was this his decision to constantly pair these two? Was it the writers? Like, it's brilliant, and I don't know that I've ever really appreciated it as much as I do going back and watching this a minute at a time, but the whole Mikey and Donnie dynamic is just, it's money for this whole film. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> you know what's not, you know what's not money? Uh, this this backdrop. Like, like at the beginning of this scene, this backdrop looked great, and like each cut that has the backdrop in it 
seems to look <laughs> worse, <laughs> worse and, and worse. worse. No. Like it's so washed out. It has its own light source. It's just it does. It's pretty bad. Uh, it, it takes it's, away it's very... so much from this scene. Are we supposed to think that it's like atmospheric pollution causing the haze? I want to see Could some be. sort of morning steam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Early oh, morning man. fog. I have a theory about this moment that I really want to throw out with the rest of my half-baked theories. Oh, but go okay. for it. We, we love half-baked They play theories. Rochambeau, right? To decide. Donnie yep. and Mikey play Rochambeau uh, here to decide who has to take the first crack isn't at Shredder. Rochambeau kicking each other in the cloaca? Well, no. how, according to the South Park definition of Rochambeau, yes. Okay. I don't think that's the but traditional. rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Or rock, scissors, Okay, paper. there we go. Thank you. So if you watch, now it's obviously Lizard difficult spot. for them to make the different motions with their three fingers. But the closest it's, I can figure it, it looks like Donnie chooses paper and Mikey yep. chooses scissors. And then they look I at it agree. and Mikey immediately says, okay, I lost. It's time to go. Which leads me to believe, <laughs> do you think Donnie has somehow convinced Michelangelo that in certain cases, paper beats scissors? <laughs> that, well, does seem, is, that does seem like an older brother thing one. to do. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 you don't understand. Paper wins. Like, paper no, no, wins no, this isn't everything. paper. This is uh, sheetrock. <laughs> I, this is my I want to add another layer to your theory, though. <laughs> so if Mikey does scissors and Donnie does paper, that means that it, it either means that Mike, Donatello has convinced Mikey that the rules are reversed, or it means that whoever wins is the next one to go. Right, right. Like so, Mikey wins. Oh, okay. Paper cuts. Or scissors cut paper. So Mikey has to go. But Donatello says, "Damn!" When he loses, like, "Ah, oh, shucks, I wanted to go." And he says it like earnestly. <laughs> like if you watch the minute, it's one, two, three, shoot. Ah. Damn! Like he's like, "Ah, oh, so you think now, I misread but, this? That they're actually competing because they both want to go next. That's sort oh, of how I think. Which I never thought of it like that until just sweet. now. Or wait, wait. Um, what, what if they? They both think they lose, like in the moment, like like Donnie's like, oh man, he threw scissors. But then Mikey goes, oh man, he threw paper. I guess I'm next. And then Donnie just doesn't stop him because even they can't decipher the symbols of their own hands. Let's fast forward. We don't see what happens up on the roof for the next minute. We see Michelangelo flip his nunchuck and make a ridiculous karate yell, which is hilarious. Yeah, which is to say he's going. But the only thing we hear from them in the next 20 seconds or so are like muffled fighting noises as we cut back to the street level. We, we hear what's going on up on the roof. It could just be that it's those two having a physical altercation over going, no, you go first, no, you go first, no, you go first. They're not actually fighting Shredder. I doubt They're it. just, <laughs> they're just trying it. to figure out who goes next. I mean, I mean, the Shredder is being a very polite uh, uh, boss uh, fight here, but... but Yes. No. <laughs> well, it is turn-based. Not his turn. Mm. He's very confident. <laughs> it is, it is turn-based. It's Final uh, Fantasy rules. Yeah, but the, you're right, Eric. The the uh, the Rochambeau doesn't necessarily pan out correctly here. Mm-hmm. Um, With two fingers and a thumb. No, I, yeah. I, I like that the, that they both think they lost, and that Donnie <laughs> just kind of lets Michelangelo lose. Let's Mikey lose. go. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got it. <laughs> yeah, um, be fine. So, Although, come to think of it, like if you're fighting a guy covered in blades with a spear, like the best, like weapon matchup wise, Donatello's in the best shape. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he's got the, reach. I feel like the nunchuck aren't going to be able to do a whole heck of a lot there. No. Um. So we cut back down to street level, and we see Casey and Splinter and Danny. Uh, walking over the, I don't know, dead bodies of foot soldiers. <laughs> These are the ones or that have been knocked off the building. incredibly concussed bodies of foot soldiers. <laughs> they're, ta- they're taking a little nap nap. 
Yeah. <laughs> we see Casey's truck. Uh, we see the garbage truck still still in the distance. That's going to come into play April later. April comes popping up yeah, out of the sewer. Yep. Casey's and, still uh, hung up on this whole family thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like one of the kids speaks up and goes like, dude, we get it. We're not a family. Stop. <laughs> like, well, we, we cut to a shot. You know, now looking from we were, you know, viewing from uh, behind our main characters, and now we're looking at the front of our ba- main characters. Guys, guys, I and think over Tiff their is shoulders. There. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get to that. I'm gonna mention it. Over okay. the shoulders is the entire. Fo- I'm just setting the scene for the people. Oh right, right. <laughs> over their shoulders is the entire like the feeder of clan the child army, and yes, we do see Chris. Tiff, Chris, Tiff is there. Tiff, Tiff yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> uh, we see Tiff. We see some familiar faces. They've all just sort of followed everyone into lower Manhattan from the island warehouse that they were on. Um, do you think they all took the subway together? <laughs> like, I think we missed a it's, warrior. They're movie. very clearly, very clearly on an island off Manhattan. Oh yeah. They right? all show up together. What the hell is that all about? This is another reason. I don't, I don't think that we give enough like, I, I think we have too much respect for Shredder because he could have told all these kids, go home. Like, clearly, we've wiped out your leadership. Everybody go home. But instead, he wrangles everybody together and says, let's go put you in harm's way yet again. Like, let's go fight the Foot Clan again, kids. <laughs> oh, Splinter. Splinter you're saying, do, do you think Splinter, the whole... Sorry. Oh, yeah, you said Shredder. Splinter, sorry. Splinter's a very charismatic rat leader. Yeah, but Splinter, instead of sending the kids home, he just wrangled them all up and led them to yet another battle. He's like, hey, guys, let's go check this out. Do you think the whole way over, mm. Casey was just going on and on about family? <laughs> just, <laughs> like, you call this here and that there and this subway car. Let me tell you about a family. That garbage can <laughs> a great. family. I do, this homeless I do dude, see, he's a family. I do want to see the deleted scene with Casey, Splinter, and all these kids on the subway. What train would yeah. that be? Or like trying to <laughs> hail Coming into Manhattan. Yeah. And like there's some unfortunate like late night commuter that's like just sitting in the corner like, please don't talk to me. Hiding behind please a don't newspaper. Talk to me. You please know what? don't talk to me. I feel like maybe this is where the crossover with the movie The Warriors happens. That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we missed a few gang battles. That's why there aren't quite as many Foot Clan kids left. Well, they stopped at Coney Island on the way and like rode the cyclone together. And... <laughs> One kid got sick. <laughs> they got some hot dogs on the way. oh fantastic so uh april has been in the sewer this whole time it's worth pointing out what has she been doing fixing her hair well she was she was down in the sewer uh during the the she was helping out during the main fight but it took her a while to get out and follow everybody well she was also like hung up in the pipes up in the top of the layer maybe it was hard getting down from there after everyone had left no one to help her probably tossed her up there before the fight so she she, maybe it was like you know wait 20 minutes and when there's no more bad guys for 20 minutes then you know it's safe to come out (laughs) um i just like how none of the foot soldiers noticed this like hot reporter chick crawling out of a sewer hey, you know, they're, the they're concerned with the other stuff going on you know the fight on that rooftop that they can't possibly see it's i mean it's new york in 1989 weirder things have happened <laughs> she does kind of look both ways as she's coming out she's like does anyone see me crawling out of the sewer no cool All am right. i gonna get hit by a truck <laughs> so there is if you guys go to uh like 52 seconds into this minute there is a guy who looks older than a, you know, teenager, 
looks like he's maybe in his 20s or 30s, <laughs> wearing a white shirt and like a blue jacket who's just kind of walking through the foot crowd. Do you think he like as a shop owner who's just coming out he, yeah, to see what's going on? I think he owns that dry cleaning place back there. He's like, look, I'm locking up. I'm just going home. You kids do whatever. <laughs> or he's a PA that just wasn't supposed to be in this shot. Yeah. He, he sort would of not looks be unheard like, of. not the first time that's happened. Like a blurry um, Dr. Cox. <laughs> a little bit and like dr cox is just like what the hell <laughs> newbie <laughs> newbie <laughs> newbie you want to hear something you think this is serious business uh, let me tell you about that one time i was in new york and there was a fight between some giant man-sized mutant martial artists <laughs> <laughs> and a guy covered in can openers <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So we cut back up to the roof and all four turtles are out of breath and huddled up. Shredder is waiting very patiently behind him. And Michelangelo. He's pacing. He's yeah. not even looking at them. He's, He's like bored. walking around like, la, la, la. This sucks. Well, you know what this shot reminds me of? Like it, it, the, the way it's blocked, it, it's almost the exact same shot at the end of Ghostbusters. When they're trying to figure out how to how to kill Zool. Oh, yeah. Like they're all sitting in almost the same kind of formation. You know, when, when Venkman true. slaps Ray in the face, he's like, I love this plan. <laughs> <laughs> They're so sweaty and, like, you know, exhausted. I'm like, ah, oh, sweaty turtles. They, they have to cross the streams. Gross. That's what they have to do. Mm. <laughs> That's almost literally what they end up doing in the next minute. I mean, not literally, figuratively. Allegorically? Yeah. Analogically? Um, effectively. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So, yes, Michelangelo asked the question, at what point did we lose control here? Which is <laughs> another one of my favorite lines of this movie. When the Shredder fell from the sky. <laughs> Shredder's being a um, solid dude, letting them, you know, like, huddle up. Yeah, like he's this. really yeah. polite. Like, looking around the roof, kind of just checking things out. Oh, He's that not guy's even, like, dead. trying to eavesdrop. Like, remember when he's you like, played, like, flag football with your friends when you were a kid, and you had to call a huddle, and there's always that one kid who's, like, trying to sneak over the line to, like, hear what you're saying? Mm. And you're like, Timmy, get back on your side. <laughs> like, Shredder's not pulling any of that. Hey, he even, he even turns his that. back on them at one point. Like I'll give them their yeah, privacy. Like, that that's trust, man. Maybe he's, yeah. like, looking at his fallen foot soldiers and being like, oh, Timmy, I knew, I always knew you would suck. He's saying this is the last <laughs> time I, I hired children to do my... My dirty work for me. Shredder is lowering his eyes to an enemy. Yeah. Well, he must not consider them much of a threat. He's being intentionally disrespectful. Ah. Man, Shredder, he's just so good in this movie. Like, (laughs) I've said it before. Except for the shirt. Except for the shirt. Okay, well, the wardrobe is not his fault, but the characterization, the the way he acts. But not the shirt and the pants. (laughs) He's like, it's. It, I've said it before. It's my favorite Shredder. This movie version of the Shredder, I think, is the best one that's ever been. I mm. think better than any of the cartoons, better than the comic books, even the original comic books. I think yeah. this Shredder has, you know, it, it just hits all the right beats for me. <laughs> all right. Well, that brings us sort of to the end of the minute. If anyone has got anything else to add about this minute, now would be a good time. I'm solid. No, man. I'm pretty good. Eric, We're good. We're good. It's been a couple days since we talked to you last. Did we get your favorite quote from the film yet? No. And actually, I thought that uh, when, I, when I first watched the movie, um, I watched my own copy of the movie, and I thought that minute 80 fell in a different spot, and I thought I was going to be able to announce my favorite line oh, as it happened. Oh, no. But my favorite line is coming up in a future minute, and it's Casey Jones saying, it's a talent. 
after he backhands a Foot Clan soldier and knocks him out. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. Oh, that is a good one. And did, we, we, we did get your most relatable turtle, right? Absolutely. It was Mikey, yeah. Mikey, yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Mikey, well, Eric, Mikey. dude, thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us. This has been fun. It's really nice to get another sort of uh, martial arts enthusiast, expert, whatever you want to call yourself. Let's go with expert, shall we? I don't want to say expert necessarily. Let's, well, I will. I'm, I'm going That's why back you didn't to say it. I said it. <laughs> enthusiast <laughs> is good. It covers all our bases. <laughs> been awesome to have you. It was great that we got to have the famed guy who drank the 70-year-old can of soda on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, watch that video, everybody. The guy who's shown us his nunchucking via YouTube videos. Go watch that video too, everybody. <laughs> yeah, go go watch all his videos at youtube.com slash thepostapoc, T-H-E-P-O-S-T-A-P-O-C. Um, yeah, listen to me talk about bows and arrows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Chris, are you on that channel too? Yeah, I have an interview yeah. with Chris talking about wow. PVC bow making. Yeah. I, I didn't even realize it. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is a thing you did. For, uh, do you still do that, Chris? Uh, I haven't done it in a while, but I might do a couple uh, in say, the there near future. A, there was a while there where you were going gangbusters I made, on I made, I made like 40 of them. I have oh. one of Chris's bows, actually. Very Still exciting. in good working order? It works perfectly. Awesome. Very nice. You should find a way to market that. Eh, maybe. I'm sorry. As we've established just have off sex mic, with a croc I lack ambition. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good way to end the week. All right. Well, happy Friday, everybody. Go get your Crocs. <laughs> for all of us here at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, we want to thank you guys for hanging out. We will see you next week for minutes 81 to 85. Uh, and we have a very special guest coming up next week that will be very exciting. So uh, enjoy. Have a good weekend. And we'll see you guys then. Bye. 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 It's a talent.